Inspiring solutions to save America one show at a time. Are you ready to get on board? All right, today we're going to talk about how we can find out and how much we can find out and what it takes to get there. So let's say in this case, I want to find out at a level of seven. Okay, so I find that level on my graph and I come horizontally to my gradient line. Where it intersects with my gradient line, I'm going to come straight down to where it intersects with my round line. Now there's going to tell me how much I have to around to find out what I need to find out. See, as you can see, the more you around, the more you're going to find out. And also, if you stay down here and you never around, you'll never find out. So I hope this lesson is helpful. Thank you. From sea to shining sea, three hours of bold truth and excellence. The Wendy Bell Radio Program. Welcome back, my friends. You're dialed into the Wendy Bell Radio Program. Delighted to spend some time with you today. Did any of you join me in that just sheer mystery of how many people so quickly fell over themselves to bandwagon on the Black Lives Matter thing. How many people so quickly abandoned reason and common sense and any voice of reality inside of them and decided, you know what, (laughs) I got to get me that BLM flag now. I remember my older sons telling me that they were being browbeaten by people who they followed and who followed them on social media to change their picture on Instagram or Snap or whatever it was to a black fist. And the boys coming home and being like, why would we do that? And I said, see, it's all for one and one for all. Unless you deviate and think for yourself and say, this kind of makes me uncomfortable. I'm not really supporting an organization that condones, not just condones, but advocates for violence in the streets. And I think it was during the summer of love and all of the George Floyd riot nonsense that a lot of us were like, wait, what? What's going on in this country? And you knew something very deep and dark and dirty had infiltrated the very core of what America is. This doesn't happen overnight. These people have been making inroads, squirreling their way into the highest echelons of our government, being advisors to our presidents. People who have terrorism in their blood, people who have communism pulsing through their veins, People who fundamentally hate America. What do they say? Hamas fundamentally hates Jews. Both concepts to me are reprehensible. They, they do not coexist in a world of liberty and freedom of just, and justice. So when Black Lives Matter grassroots organization showed support for the Palestinians in the, mil- milis- uh, the militant group Hamas on Tuesday... 
I think a lot of people stopped. I want to show you the meme. We're going to put about, put it up on the screen here if you're listening to the just radio. I'm going to describe what it shows you. This is the Black Lives Matter Chicago homepage saying that is all, that is it. And it's a picture of, it looks like somebody paragliding as the terrorists did on that music festival. With I stand with Palestine and a Palestinian flag in the picture. What? What's that? Well, obviously, that got a lot of people a little concerned. You have one of those signs in your yard? Do you have one of those Ukraine flags flying outside your house? Because you were just so down with the struggle you had to, right? Let's talk about this. BLM grassroots. I had no idea. There were offshoots of Black Lives Matter in its sock. Look, anybody who wants to do something that legitimately is going to move forward and benefit people, I believe we should get behind. When was the last time one of these organizations actually took hold in our country? Do we believe that the Red Cross is all about helping us and all of that? We want to believe that. Would you be at all surprised to find out if the Red Cross is evicting people out of their homes in Lahaina? I've heard that. What's that? Hmm. Black Lives Matter grassroots statement in solidarity with the people of Palestine. What? This is a little crazy, ladies and gentlemen. Because if you put this out there and you're about allegedly elevating the voices of representing the discrimination of improving and bettering the community of black people in this country. How can you be behind anything that murders, that rapes, that tortures, that parades, that beheads, that sets on fire alive, that kidnaps, that booby traps, other human beings. I don't know. But it's awfully scary, wouldn't you say? This story from Breitbart, as the world is faced with deep questions about self-determination as well as all desire, and we pray for the world of peace, we must stand unwaveringly on the side of the oppressed. The statement from Black Lives Matter grassroots read, when a people have been subject to decades of apartheid and unimaginable violence, their resistance must not be condemned, but understood as a desperate act of self-defense. I'm not so sure I'm following self-defense when you're killing women and children and you're flying into a music festival on a paragliding apparatus with guns. The statement continued, Black Lives Matter grassroots stands in solidarity with our Palestinian family who are currently resisting 57 years of settler colonialism and apartheid. As black people continue the fight to end militarism and mass incarceration in our own communities, let us understand the resistance in Palestine as an attempt to tear down the gates of the world's biggest open air prison. And the organization also recognized what it claims are clear parallels between black and Palestinian people. 
Now, if you're waking up anywhere on planet Earth as a Jewish person, a Jew who is understanding of the alleged struggle that is the backbone, reportedly, of Black Lives Matter, you got in your face the same thing that Jake Tapper got yesterday on his show. The reality that what you thought you were supporting is actually a farce. Let's talk a little bit about Black Lives Matter grassroots. Did you guys know that it wasn't just $100 million that Patrice Cullors and other dirtbags representing Black Lives Matter absconded with as they profiteered off of bankrolling a story that resonates with so many black people in our society. They made money off of it. They bought homes off of it. None of this money was funneled into our communities. There was no plan to enrich the young, to create employment opportunities or safe zones, to create an environment in which people in the community, perhaps in the black community, who have trade skills to share, could come in and benefit the younger generation. There was no strategy. It was all an op to take money from people. Well, what about the companies that gave more than $83 billion to the Black Lives Matter movement? Do you want to know who some of them are? BlackRock. Huh. Isn't it so funny how they're everywhere because they own everything? Bank of America. You know, the same bank that gave over all of the information about the January 6th protesters. When those protesters in Washington, D.C. were locked in their hotels. Amazon, Apple, Adidas, Microsoft, even PGA Tour. Among the companies that have donated hundreds of millions of dollars to the movement. In fact, there is a database that the Claremont Institute Center for the American Way of Life has unveiled, which shows BLM and its related organizations have received more than $82.9 billion. Now, the meme that we posted earlier that we shared with you of BLM Chicago saying we support Palestine. We support what's going on there. What's happening in our country, friends? Do you feel like everything that you're told is a ripoff, is a scam, and at the end of the day, you're the one footing the bill? Nobody is ever held to account. Patrice Cullors isn't asked to forfeit her homes. How about all of the wonderful contracts given for security and other things in the highest echelons of the BLM farce? It is a farce. It is not about black lives. It is about a few people getting really, really rich while creating this environment of social justice, woke, alter you know, praying at the altar of woke for what seems to be actually a very nefarious, dark, supportive murder and madness and mayhem and war. So why are people bandwagoners, my friends? 
And what is this whole BLM grassroots? Why is so much of it centered in Michigan? Whose district is in Michigan? Oh, that's right. Rashida Tlaib. Rashida Tlaib, the one who's got the Palestinian flag flying outside of her, hanging outside of her congressional office. Some dots connecting, my friends. Let's dig a little bit deeper into this grassroots organization. And then tell me, as you look at your neighbors, if any of them still have those stupid signs in their yard, do they have any idea what they are funding and or supporting? Because I'm going to tell you, the answer is a resounding no. Those stories and a deep dive into what? Tony Fauci? Yeah. Coming up next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. I was like, what is this BLM grassroots? What are, they, what are these people all about? Putting up this meme that is exceedingly offensive to those of us who aren't down with the murder of innocence, right? Why, what on earth? Who are these people in this BLM grassroots? So we clicked on it. Well, apparently there are 26 chapters. Only about 20 of them are listed on the homepage, blmgrassroots.com. But I found this so interesting. Of course, the mission, they're going to wrap this in some kind of a moral obligation for you, for me, for businesses, for everybody to get on the same train and to denounce something as dark and dirty as racism, right? We all can get behind that. Who doesn't want to fight that? Who isn't opposed to that, right? That's not what it's about. It's about an activism of a very disturbing kind. These people are communists. These aren't do-gooders. These aren't people who want to go into the community and, like teachers, improve things one classroom at a time. It is a con. It is a play. It is a money maker. And how many of these organizations have given into it? How about this? You guys want to hear some numbers? Bank of America. How much have they given to BLM? $18.5 billion, it says. I, I don't even know. How is that possible? Is that even possible? Or it should be million. BlackRock, $810 million. To do what? What are you giving money to do? It's almost like public education. You pay property taxes. It's where we are. That's how it goes. You fund the public school system that usually sucks, particularly if you live in a blue area, right? What are you paying for? What are the results I'm getting back? Do we have outstanding thought leaders? Are we moving the needle in the realm of innovation with young people? Are we teaching people about history? Are we learning things that are advancing the American agenda of extraordinary and sky's the limit exceptionalism? No, we're funding SOC. Terrible test scores, kids who can't read, kids who can't do math, who are going to fail along their life journey until they're your surgeon, right? Or your pilot. BlackRock, $810 million. Adidas, $120 million. Amazon, $169.5 million. American Express, Fifty million. All of this to this global enterprise that is a scam. Period. But here's what I find very interesting. Of this Black Lives Matter grassroots thing, seven of their 26 chapters are in Michigan. Michigan, the home of one 
noxious socialist slash progressivist slash communist slash dirtbag Rashida Tlaib. BLM Grassroots has chapters in Michigan, in Benton Harbor, in Detroit, in Flint, in Kalamazoo, Battle Creek, in Lansing, and in Port Huron. All of these chapters, Atlanta, Boise, Boston, Los Angeles, Torrance. How about the prison chapters? You know, that's awesome. Let's have them in the prisons. Also in Florida, Fort Wayne, Jackson, Mississippi, and BLM UK. All of these are offshoots, 26 chapters of the grassroots organization, BLM Grassroots. Raising money to do what exactly? Well, I've gone long, and so I can't play for you the sound I have coming up for the next segment. But it's Rand Paul sitting down with Stuart Varney. This guy's one of my favorite people, Stuart Varney, is all of a sudden. I like what he does, right? Better than Neil Cavuto, that's a fact. Rand Paul is going to say something that we're going to play at the beginning of the next segment. And it's going to piggyback into something that I think is dark, that is going to disturb you. It is going to be offensive, and I'm just going to tell you that. But that doesn't mean that you shouldn't know about it. Because it seems like the more we look, the more we see offensive, corrupt, heartless scumbags doing things all around the world, and you and I are paying the bill. The crosshairs of this conversation is twofold. One is on Tony Fauci, your esteemed doctor of all things COVID lie, and the country of Ukraine, and specifically something very unusual that Vladimir Putin said about Ukraine before he invaded that border. And it's all going to kind of make sense to you here in just a moment. Buckle up. We'll do it together next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. Welcome back, my friends. We haven't said the word COVID in a long time, and it can't be too long for me. But if we look through the lens of crazy, that is super fresh in all of our minds. And you go back and you remember the hysteria and the people who are willing to bandwagon and how it became a political us versus them thing, a virus. And then you go back even further and you say it was a virus that was made purposefully. And then it was tinkered with to make it more deadly. And then it was released on the world. And if that's not bad enough, and then they came up with an antidote, which wasn't, which was meant as the second punch of the one, two. And you, you try to process this and you read stories about people who have gotten sick and people who have no business having stage four cancer, who are young who are dead in two months, 
And then you realize that there's a media blackout of these stories and that social media frowns upon us discussing them. You know exactly where you are. You're in a vortex of suck and evil and darkness. And so what's going on in Ukraine and Russia should not be a surprise. What's going on with the Palestinians and the Israelis should not be a surprise. And it's not the Palestinians, it's Hamas, but it is. Because these battles have been going on in culture for decades, generations. I wasn't raised generationally thinking about being oppressed, thinking about there being a bad guy, a boogeyman out there that I was going to grow up and hate with every fiber of my soul. And I was going to fight back against cultures do that. That has happened. That is happening. But I want to think specifically about this whole virus COVID Tony Fauci thing. Because when we think about how dark and evil and despicable that human being is, as he was elevated, the way Black Lives Matter elevates as something that's morally sound and and you should give to because it's right. Yet everybody knew wasn't a mystery what Fauci was about. This guy is is killed and tortured minority orphans in the 1980s. I mean, it's well documented. In fact, Rand Paul, the senator from Kentucky, on with Neil Cavuto yesterday. Stuart Varney. Stuart Varney. Thank you very much. I don't like Neil Cavuto. I do like Stuart Varney. And he's got a new book out, okay? Rand Paul does. And he says something pretty tremendous in his book. And it gives people like me pause that, oh, there are some good guys out there who are still fighting. They're not getting bogged down by the layers of suck. They are focused, they're surgical, and they're going after these bastards. Sorry, but that's what it is. Listen to what Rand Paul has to say. A new book, he says, where it basically blows the lid off of Fauci. It's called... Deception, the great COVID cover-up. And he says he's got a bombshell revelation that will bring Fauci down. Listen. You have a new book that's coming out shortly, I believe. It's Deception, the great COVID cover-up. Do you supply evidence here that it was indeed a Wuhan lab leak? Without question, we also have discovered that there was a cover-up within our government starting in February of 2020. From the very beginning, Anthony Fauci knew he was involved with funding this lab, and he did everything possible. It's throughout our government. Eight different agencies in our government are covering up their support for this lab in Wuhan. It's ongoing as we speak. Even though we've had a unanimous Congress declassify the information, I have classified unclassified information that's being withheld from me to this day. But we have evidence, yes, that they were dishonest, that Anthony Fauci lied in hearings to me, which is a felony, punishable up to five years. We now have emails that show him saying that he knew it was gain of function, that the virus looked manipulated, and that he was worried that this came from the Wuhan lab. February 1st of 2020, then he spent the last three years saying, nothing to see here. We also know that there was a safety committee that should have reviewed this. And we know that Anthony Fauci went around the safety committee. The safety committee set up in place to make sure this wouldn't happen. Never saw the Wuhan funding because Anthony Fauci allowed the funding to go around the safety committee. This is a bombshell revelation, and this will eventually bring down Anthony Fauci. Deception, the great COVID cover-up. 
Rand Paul, Senator Rand Paul. Thanks for being with us this morning. So Thank there's you. a cover-up within Thank our you. government, a cover-up within our government, but you're supposed to believe what they're telling you, that we had no intelligence about Hamas on Saturday. We had nothing. We knew nothing. It was We're all caught by surprise, right? So these crimes Fauci is accused of, I'm not going to get too deep into it, but I can tell you, it is widely reported about children who Fauci used as guinea pigs to test HIV medication on, who he infected with AIDS, then alleged he was trying to save. And when the people who were administering the drugs were noticing and getting really troubled by their adverse events, he lied to them and said, no, 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 no. that is the effects of HIV. You're doing whatever you can to help them. Of course, they were killing them. And there is a grave... In New York, at the Gate of Heaven Cemetery, Hawthorne, New York, it's Westchester County, where these children have been buried in mass graves. Now, you don't want to think about that. I don't want to think about that. How can that be possible? How could that man then be elevated to be the czar? People wanted to call, People Magazine, wanted to call him the sexiest man alive, the guy with filthy, nasty, dried blood all over his fingerprints. And then we ju- we're going to jump over to this, right? I mean, think about these people who, who oscillate in our orbit and are allowed to, to be filthy because the government covers it up, because the government is complicit, because they're all in it together. And do you believe our government isn't in it with other governments? And the reality being, you don't matter. They're not coming for you. They're not here to save you. They want you out of the way so they can create their own liberal, nasty utopia of suck. And it's been really accelerated here in the United States under this government. Then there's this story from the People's Voice. Coca-Cola implicated in the purchase of children and black market organs from Ukraine. Now, we were intrigued when Vladimir Putin, Vladimir Putin said before he went into Ukraine in February of 2022, that he wanted to root out Nazis, that he knew that there was some really dark crap going on in Ukraine. He wanted to know about the bio labs, of course, our government, which covered up the reality of COVID and all sorts of other nasty things and have been corrupt for generations. Our government told us, no, 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 there are no bio labs. Of course, there are bio labs and there are bio labs that Joe Biden and his crime family syndicate have benefited from. Search up meta biota and that's all you need to see. But this is a specific kind of disgusting. People who will not who will excuse the beheading of babies and the torture of women and innocent elderly people as well should have no problem hearing about this. Commercial documents linking the Coca-Cola company and a British private military company with the purchase of children from a local orphanage have been found in Ukraine, according to a deputy speaker of the state in Russia. Oh, no, no, that's propaganda. 
Don't you believe in that, says the tranny spokesmodel for the military in Ukraine. Wasn't it so intriguing that this individual should come back up and rear their ugly head yet again and implore you? We're for democracy. We thank the American taxpayer for funding this battle. We need your money now more than ever life of the world depends on it as all of a sudden we're getting these weird documents from the russians saying wow when we invaded ukraine we found some pretty disgusting stuff including the sale of human beings you you don't believe that ukraine that seven percent of their uh, economy their entire budget is based on organ sales black market organ sales and transplantation a $2 billion business? Ladies and gentlemen, you search DuckDuckGo because Google won't let you go there. DuckDuckGo. Black market. Organ sales. Ukraine. Takes you all the way back, ladies and gentlemen. I went as far back as 2011. I'm sure it's been going on longer than that. 7% of the budget of Ukraine, Russia says, $2 billion profits from the sale of black market organs and we understand that the system is backed at the government level i'm gonna i'm gonna leave this there for you why are our borders so wide open why have 380,000 unaccompanied minors crossed into this country whose whereabouts we heard from John Kirby, Jake Sullivan, and others. We have no idea. Yeah, you know, we've got other stuff going on. We really haven't tackled that yet. Why is that? And when the New York Times busted a lid on that and said, excuse me, Corinne Jean-Pierre, why are 85,000, Alejandro Mayorkas, why are 85,000 Children unaccompanied, Why are, we don't know where they are. That was then, now we know it's 380,000. Do all of these things seem to connect to you? Vladimir Putin being the one who said, what's up with the bio labs? What's up with the Nazis in Ukraine? What else has he uncovered? Well, make sure you don't talk about that. That's not part of the talking points of today's propaganda, my friends. It is ours, though. We'll be back right after this on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. So I'm not going to just dangle that headline on you about organ harvesting in Ukraine being a pretty big chunk of their business. I'm going to read you a little bit more. Again, this is the people's voice. Since the outbreak of the war in Ukraine, the illegal organ trade has been a huge business there. And the removal of children's body parts has been legalized. A heart or a kidney can be bought for 5,000 euros on the black market. It is incomprehensible, while many were shocked by the announcement about the illegal organ trade in Ukraine, since it's not a new problem. 
And that's correct. I searched and that's right. Before anyone else, anyone classifies the words of the Moscow Foreign Affairs spokesman as Russia propaganda. Let us quote the article of New Europe, which is one of the official websites of the European Union. This was November 2nd, 2011. The article was published under the title Ukraine, the capital of illegal organ transplants. According to it, quote, Ukraine's lack of medical infrastructure and non-existent legislation on vital organ transplants has allowed the illegal trade in human organs to flourish, with desperate people increasingly turning to the black market for solutions. The profitable trade ranges from the transportation of bones, kidneys, livers, and intestines to the illegal extraction of stem cells from newborns. Thus, the EU news portal cannot be accused of being the least bit pro-Russian. Now, the situation of illegal organ trade had already escalated before the Russian attack on Ukraine. But the Russians are apparently finding some interesting information as they proceed in pulverizing various parts of the country. I am not for war. I am not for murder. I am not for madness. I am not for propaganda. But I sure as hell am not for this. The situation of illegal organ trade had already escalated before the Russian attack on Ukraine, primarily because the key voted parliament voted in 2021 for a law 5831, which significantly facilitated the removal of various organs from the dead. According to the official explanation, the law allows, for example, the use of modern communication tools to express the will of citizens in the field of transplantation. However, the reality behind the words is dramatic. As we have seen, the law mentions modern communication devices, which can, of course, also be telephones. In other words, the person authorizing the removal of the given organ does not have to appear on the spot and sign his consent to the operation. But who called whom, when and what in wartime conditions will probably never be revealed. In practice, even the removal of children's organs is allowed. The article continues. The procedure for removing organs has also been significantly simplified in the case of deceased persons who did not consent to donation permission to extract biological or anatomical materials from the body of the deceased can simply be requested from the person undertaking the burial. For example, from the chief physician of the hospital or the commander of a military unit. So anybody can say, yeah, we're going to transplant this person's body or their organs to so-and-so. Ladies and gentlemen, how is this any different than doctors and medical institutions being compensated by you know, to the tune of tens of thousands of dollars for a COVID-reported death in their hospital. Or it's $10,000 if you put somebody on a a ventilator. It's $39,000 if they die at your hospital. As for physicians, the more you can prove that you've gotten vaccinated, the higher a kickback is from the government. Again, you paid for it, right? We've reported on these things to you. Is it at all beyond the pale to you that there is a organ harvesting network in this world? Our our Mexico correspondent Oscar Blue has reported on it along the way. 
talking about people traveling the treacherous, deadly trip to the Darien Gap. Bodies along the side of the road during that journey gutted. Certain pieces of them missing. What is going on? Well, all you need to know, ladies and gentlemen, is that your government thinks that there is a humane process that's safe and equitable for all people to come here. You know, people seeking asylum, people who've been persecuted in their home countries, who look at us as this shining light on a hill. You see it now because it's hard to not see it once you do. They don't care about beheaded babies any more than they care about orphans that Fauci conducted Joseph Mengele experiments on any more than they care about what's coming next. That's the scary version. The exciting version is that now you know. And now you can do your own research. Do your own diligence into Dr. Doom Fauci and his experiments on beagles. And then think about what they put us through. Because if there's an election on the horizon that they know they have to win, come hell or high water, no matter what it takes, no matter if it's war, no, no matter if it's violent extremism, no matter if it's nuclear, what? Well, who knows? Thanks for hanging with us. It's a tough one today, but got to be honest with you. That's what we do. We'll be back tomorrow, same time, same place. Peace. Peace.